Welcome to Uncontained episode 126. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render. And if you haven't been to uncontainedpod.com in a while, check it out. There's links to all my social media there, along with links to show notes from the current and previous episodes of Uncontained. This week, I'd speak with Celine Silver. She's an actress and a model and She's from France, but she's been here in the U.S. for a while and doing some big things. We talk about the projects she has going on, along with some pitfalls a lot of aspiring actors get tripped up by. And she also shares the defining moment when she realized that she was born to shine. Listen up, it's actress, model, Celine Silver on Uncontained. How are you doing today, Celine? Hey, Aaron, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for joining me, and uh, welcome to Uncontained. Thank you. So, all right, I was looking online, and it looks like you are a pretty busy lady, all right? You got a few things in, in the works, and that that's definitely a good thing as an actress. Um, sure. You got, like, a couple features coming up, uh, a few shorts and stuff, which we will definitely get into that mm-hmm. in a little bit and talk a little bit more in depth about that. But uh, you originally are not from L.A. like most of the people there. <laughs> where, where are you from? I am from Paris in France. France. So, oh, Paris. <laughs> Paris. Paris, exactly. So, <laughs> so Paris, France. And um, right. so uh, how, long, how long ago did you move over to the United States? So I came to America in December 2011. Okay, 2011. And yeah, so uh, in, I was yeah. looking on your website, and mm-hmm. it looks like you started out uh, going to a performing arts college. True. And yeah. then uh, somehow you made the jump to uh, the medical industry? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let me talk about that. Um, well, first of all, you know, parents, they always want you to do a certain thing, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So okay, the high school diploma that I got was in um, economic and science. But when I, when I finished my high school, I decided to go for um, the University of uh, to study performing arts at the university. Um, so I did actually one year, but oh my gosh, that was not what I was expecting at all. I thought that I would act, but okay. no, it was just the history, you know, of the cinema. Oh, okay. So it wasn't forming art school in the way that you're performing. All right. I was wondering if how you made the jump from performing arts to to medicine was be like, eh, one day I got a role as a doctor and I kind of <laughs> liked it. I really wanted to know what it was like to cut into people. And so I just went to <laughs> medical school after that. <laughs> well, well, actually, this is not medical school, but I, I believe my parents would have loved that. I mean, at least my mother for sure. But no, it was uh, insurance. Insurance. I studied insurance for okay. some time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you were doing that, and uh, what was it that made you decide, okay, I've had enough of this insurance stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I really want to get back to pursuing the actual performing aspect of the arts. Right. Um, so <laughs> you might find that 
funny and weird, but I'll be honest with you. I think it was 2009. I woke up in the morning and I was like, I am born to shine. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, it was like that. And then I started to go online and looking for um, casting calls. And then I took acting classes at the real school, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I started to 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 do that but i was i was still working in the insurance at the same time you know okay all right so how long did you uh take classes before you actually got into doing your first acting job um actually i think i think right away but to be honest with you i didn't really know how to find the acting jobs in france okay i was on this casting website but like, I don't know, it didn't seem like I was getting much things. I got a few things here and there, but I think I haven't done many speaking roles. I've done just like two or three or four or something, but that's about it. Like, I really don't know where to look. And I remember I tried to find an agent when I was there. So I called many agencies and they were all like, oh, no, we're not taking any more people. Um so yeah, like I, I had no way of knowing where to find stuff, you know. Okay. So like on your website, it says you eventually got national exposure right. in France. Or what was the journey that you took to get there? Uh-huh. So actually, so there is two things that were national that I did. Um, one thing was a TV show where I pranked my parents in it. Oh, really? So my parents are part of, yeah, so my parents are part of the thing, too. Um so it was called um, uh, okay. My parents My my parents are going to adore you. And actually, it was a person that my parents would hate. You know, that uh, will not. Yeah. Was it like a dating like prank show then? That wasn't really dating, but that we were supposed to make my parents believe that we were dating. So this this other person was a celebrity, but that my parents didn't like at all. Okay. Um, yeah, so I got cast in that, and so yeah, this like was on TV. Like it, it, it went on TV like many times. Like many people saw me in it. Uh, so that was really cool. That was improv. Like I had like even like a ear bug, ear yeah, whatever. Yeah, little uh, in ear monitor. Exactly, exactly. So the director was telling me some sometimes to say some stuff or like to react a certain way. So it was acting because the but it was improv mostly. Okay, very cool. Yeah, that was really cool, actually, to do it. And um, improv takes a lot of talent, too. You can't, like, some people are like, oh, that's just talking, you know, but, you know, you yeah. actually have to be able to think on your feet very well, you know? Yeah, that's for sure, especially since it wasn't even rehearsed or whatever, and I didn't know how my parents would react um, <laughs> to the whole thing. But it went well. And uh, the other thing that I did, this was in 2011. I um, so since 2011, actually, I am uh, one of the face of a campaign called Terriennes, which is um, this is for the condition of the woman in the world, and that is with um, a TV channel called TV Cinq Monde. Um, so yeah, I'm one of the face of this campaign. Okay, what is the campaign called again? Terriennes. Okay. All right. So it was in it was in French. I didn't just misunderstand it. All right. No, so okay. <laughs> wanted to just make sure I wasn't like okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't want to just nod my head along and not really like yeah yeah. I get it. I get it. 
<laughs> so, yeah, as I told you earlier, the only thing I know in French is le petit déjeuner. So I know how to say breakfast or like, hey. you know, that's... At least you know something. That's good. Exactly. I tried, I, when, when I was in France, I tried to walk around with... I had some key phrases on my phone, so I at least didn't look like the typical American. Like, hey, he's trying. We'll give him some sympathy. And then after I struggled enough mispronouncing and slaughtering your language, people were like, okay, yeah, I'll help this guy out. He, 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 need, he needs all the help he can get. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, at least they were nice to you, I guess. That's good. Yeah, you know what? I actually did not run into any of the stereotypical vision of the French people out here. Is like, uh, oh, you my don't, gosh, you guys. Like, <laughs> oh, they, they won't even talk to you unless you try to speak French. But right. I didn't, I'm sure there's some people like that there, just like there's some jackasses here, you know? Sure. But for the most part, Everybody was really cool that I ran into, and uh, France actually kind of impressed me that way. So, uh, nice. Did they speak with you in English or in how was that? They spoke. They they, they, they realized I had no idea how to speak French, so they spoke to me in English. So, oh, okay. okay, cool. But uh, yeah, so but we'll we'll move on. Enough about me. Uh, so now you did the TV show. How did your parents? How did your parents react to that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I remember the last sequence of the thing was me announcing to my parents that I was pregnant. And oh my <laughs> gosh, my yeah, my mother, I saw her face like she was she she was like in disbelief. And that was that was so funny. But then yeah, of course it was like, no, that is fake, blah blah blah. And I mean I'm so grateful my parents like accepted for it to be released you know because at the end they have to sign a release form and everything and they yeah. were okay with it yeah they were okay with they could have said no you know my my father was really like very calm for him like he loved the old time but my mother she, she wasn't laughing at all <laughs> <laughs> after something like that you'd almost think they'd be like okay yes as long as that's not true i will sign i'll sign anything right. so right 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 and I'm sorry for jumping around a little bit before I went off on the whole not speaking French thing. You were talking about the campaign that you were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. What is that campaign about? Like, what is the campaign pushing? Um, so this is the right of uh, the the right and the condition of the woman in the world. So yes, I was with a few other girls, and like we are the like for example, sometimes they have like. Um, uh, how to say that? Uh, not exposition, but like they have booth in some places, and we there there is our face right there behind the other people. Uh, and for some reason, a friend of mine saw me last year, and I was like, "Wow, I did that back in 2011," and she saw me like right now. Like I felt so <laughs> proud, you know. Okay, cool. So there was like a banner in back of the booth that you're on. Stuff like that, banners, and then uh, on. So the TV channel is called TV Cinq Monde. So sometimes when they interview some people, uh, yeah, we are like we are like there is like a like it said like a, a little like banner or something with our face on it and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Okay, and they're still using that since 2011. Yeah. So every two years, actually, they like they just had me sign a new contract like right now. Uh, for another two years, like it seems like every two years, you know, we can um, renew our rights. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. So that sounds like a very like an important campaign, like uh, something mm-hmm. that something that you could get behind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's let's go ahead and fast forward just a little bit uh, to you coming to the United States and starting yeah. from scratch in uh, in L.A. and Hollywood. So what what was that transition like for you? So I didn't come right away to Los Angeles, first of all. I I was in Orlando for a little bit. Um, and then I came here in August 2012. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, like, I came here in vacation in 2010 with my brother. And like I, always, like, I always knew in my head that one day I would go, you know, to America and try to pursue my dream you know yeah definitely. so yeah and I remember saying that to my parents when I came back from vacation I said hey one day I'm going to go and live there and my parents don't believe me but I'm Sagittarius and we always do what we say we will okay yeah so um so this this happened and I did that and yeah here I am right now all right, perfect. Yeah. And obviously, working as I hinted a little bit earlier, you have uh, have some big things going on right now, and some of them are um, features. Some of them are shorts. Correct. Correct. Yes. And there is eventually a TV show too, um, but I'm not really sure about it right now because you know of the budget. I don't really know. Okay, um, yeah, that's the yeah. one that is that's in the developmental stage right now, correct? correct? Okay. Yes. And uh, what was the name of that one again, or do you remember at the top of your head? Uh, yeah, I, like you just sent an email saying that you wanted to change it because there is another show with that same name, so I'm not sure what it is. Okay, anymore. so we'll, I, I just looked it up on IMDb, so it's Space Trails, Life on Mars. The writers wanted to change it because there is already like a show called Life on Mars or something like that. Okay. So he wanted to change it. They're not sure yet what they want to change it in, but yeah. All right. So let's talk about something that you know is going to happen then. Enough about space trails, <laughs> life on Mars. Um, let's talk about, we'll talk about that when that comes out, if you want to come back on and talk about something. Sure. So let's talk about, looks like you have something called Sprawl and Toll House Horrors. Horror. Yes. So Sprawl, um, so Sprawl is a short film that has been, um, that has been actually, they started to film about two years ago already. Okay. This. Um, I wasn't part of it two years ago, uh, but recently this year I saw uh, a post they were looking for a French person to be um, a chief, um, sort of a CIA type of thing. Okay. And uh, well, I submitted and then I met with the director who is the writer and um, yeah, he liked me, he liked my reels and everything and so he cast me as chief. Okay, you definitely fit the fit the description of a French person. So, yeah. uh, you got that down. <laughs> All right, cool. So, is this uh, where can people see this? Is it out now, or is it? 
No, because I just shot it recently. At least I, I shot my part just recently and they're not done yet. Um, and actually the day when I was shooting, the director came up to me and said, I actually want to do a feature film of this, not just a short film. So it's going to be extended. Okay. With me in it more than what I was. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a good thing. It's a good sign that he actually told you that instead of in like keeping it secret and be like, we're going to make, we're going to make a feature out of this, but let's, let's not tell her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I yeah. So that's awesome. I, that's awesome. Sure. And he said there would be more scenes for me. So in French, so that's great, you know? Um, so yeah. Nice. Nice. And apparently just today you found out that uh, you are going to be in another movie. Yes. So not just today, just last night at uh, 12.30. At 10.30, 10.30. 10.30, yeah. okay. So it wasn't yeah. today. I lied. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I just found out today, so. Uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, actually, um, two days ago, I saw this post on uh, IMDb, and so they were looking for actors, you know, so I submitted. And so the director saw my reel, and so he wrote me back, and we started talking, and so then he sent me the sites to record, and I did that last Sunday, and today, uh, and yesterday he told me, hey, well, you got a part in the movie. So that's pretty exciting. All right, very cool. It's good to hear things are happening yeah. for you out here, along with one other thing that we yeah. haven't talked about yet. Kind of, I was kind of saving the biggest one for for last right now. It's okay. uh, it's a feature film that you're in, and it's kind of yeah. unique in a way because you were telling me it's made up of three shorts to make up correct. that whole feature. Correct. It's titled Weight Hood. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Um. Yes, yeah, so I met with director last year. Um, so yeah, he explained me all that stuff. So actually, in so that's a bit strange. Okay. Me. I mean, I've have never been in this type of movie. So actually, in a, it, it's strange in a in a good way. So in each short film, I am the lead, but I but I'm playing a different character. Oh. Yes. So each each short film is a different story, but stories that are related to each other, though. Uh, like for example, in one short film, I talk about uh, a certain person, and and I will be this certain person in the uh, in the second part, and stuff like that. Okay, so they're. Yeah. They're all intertwined somehow. So one show you're talking about somebody else and the other one, you are that person that you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yes. Now, did you shoot all these separately or were you bouncing back and forth between characters? Um, No. So for now, we just shot the first one and we just uh, finished actually because we had like one scene of voiceover. We just finished that last week. So now we now they're like doing the post production for this one, and then we're going to start the second one. Um, they said they wanted to start in August. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, another question about the three shorts mm-hmm. equaling a feature: Are they all going to be released at the same time, or are they yes. released staggered? Um. So it seems like so this it seems like it's going to be an entire feature film. So it's going to be 
one piece at the end. Okay. But um, I was talking with the director recently, and he told me that it feels like the show that we did right now is more like um, is it, more like a short on itself, and you might want to do another story to add, but this one will be just a short film, and the rest will be the future film. Okay, all right. That's that's yeah. the beauty of things. They can always like adapt and evolve and change and stuff like right. that. Right, really true. So you've made your way from performance school, like a performing arts college that wasn't really performing arts, to mm-hmm. insurance, to mm-hmm. a prank show with your parents. Yeah. All right, that you almost gave your poor mom a heart attack. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then uh then you made your way over to the United States and uh eventually made it to LA, Hollywood, mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for people who are looking to make that jump? Whether they're over in France, another country, or maybe just looking to break into the acting business. What advice would you give them? Well, for First of all, for the people that are outside of the U.S., good luck because you got to get a visa and stuff like that in order to come to America. That's not easy. And to get a work permit and all that stuff, that is really hard. Yeah. So this is what I would say. But now, just in general, I would say, um, first of all, you got to try because you don't want to have regrets, right? Um, And you got to keep uh, pushing all the time and not just persevere, not give up because I, I've been told so many times that so many people come here, not just from America, but from around the world come to Los Angeles to pursue their dreams. And after maybe like a year or something, they realize that it's not working out. So they just go back to where they're from. Um, or like, for example, I met so many people that are American. They came here to LA to pursue their dreams, and and the lifestyle is expensive out here. So they get a job, and then they just do their jobs, and that's it. They don't even pursue no more their career. Yeah. I mean, for for me, yeah. So I I met this woman in my head. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like you can wait table where you're from like why did you come to Los Angeles I mean I'm not talking about waiting table but like other stuff other jobs that just take too much of your time and you don't have time to do anything Um, I mean those people came here with a dream but then they end up just doing the jobs that they can do wherever you know yeah yeah so for me that's that's crazy and I feel like Sometimes there is some people that I that I meet, uh, like they're not, they don't want, they want it as much as I want it. I mean, I feel like I got a lot of, uh, how to say that, obstacle um, yeah. along the way, and I'm still here and I'm still pursuing what I came for. You know, like I haven't given up, and so I can, I don't understand when an American tell me that they have to pay bills and they cannot do this, so now they're just. They're just working and working, and that's it. And they're pushing your, their dreams away. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I totally understand what you're saying. Like I have one of the, I have a regular job, but I'm still mm-hmm. making time to try to do what I want to on the side, you know. And mm-hmm. eventually, what try do you want to do on the side? What is it? Well, part of it is this podcast. 
All right. I worked in radio for seven years uh, before I moved out here to California. And uh, then I ended up getting a regular job while I was out here and Mm -hmm. started this up on the side because one of my goals is to get involved in, say, voiceover work. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I've done stand-up comedy, which I'd like to kind of get back into and do stuff Mm -hmm. there. But um, right now, I've been focusing on this podcast to try to get it up and running. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are some of my goals here. Uh, What is it that kept you from falling into that trap of being a professional table waiter? I'm not allowed to do anything than acting in America. So I'm here. I, I got a work permit to work in acting. You cannot do that. Okay. Well, then I guess it's uh, no other <laughs> choice but to succeed right there, huh? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Fair enough. Now, that that's interesting. And those are some that's good advice uh, to, to avoid that trap, though, when you're especially people who are mm-hmm. U.S. citizens. Let's switch the mode a little bit. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to promote yourself currently? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not too good at promoting myself. It's all right. Um, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I use, like, everyone, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, maybe I should go back on Twitter as well. But, yeah, look, I, I use um, Instagram a lot, actually. Like, to be honest with you, like, last month I got... 31 requests to audition. Oh, wow. From Instagram or? No, not, not, not from Instagram, but like uh, from, uh, from like different sources. Um, okay. So, yeah. But like every day, like usually every time that I, that I film myself, every time that I'm doing a self-tape or something like that, like I post a picture of myself on my Instagram um, saying, ah, oh, today, new day, new audition. Like I just, shot a new uh, self-tape earlier and I'm going when we're done uh, talking I'm going to post a new picture of me doing my self-tapes earlier okay because lately it's been happening every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's yeah all right cool so just staying active on Instagram and other social media has helped get you a lot of exposure I don't know if this is a lot of exposure, but I mean that's some kind of exposure, right? There. Well, it's definitely definitely getting you uh, some exposure to the right people. So that's that's uh, that's one of the main mm-hmm. things right there. Now, right. What would be a highlight or two that you would care to share uh, with the uncontained audience? Not necessarily the highlight of your career, but like say if you're hanging out with some friends. And, you know, you're sharing stories and you're like, oh, this one time when I did this, this happened and that happened and like just that. I'm not necessarily asking for like your this is my all time highlight type thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's a tough question. Oh, wow. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm always grateful for all the work that I get, you know, like, like rest. This is not even part of my highlights, but recently I went to um, to a seminar and one of the casting director was like, for one role, there is like a thousand of submission. So if you already get an audition, you should be super grateful for it um, because we are so many out there, you know? And yeah. like, for example, knowing that last month I got 31 requests to audition and 
And this month, I already like got, today we are, which day? We have the sixth, I already like got 10 different auditions. Um, so I don't know what's going on with the universe and myself, but like I'm getting a lot of auditions. And I, to be honest with you, you know, people say to not focus on the outcome, but if I get that many auditions, of course I want to book them, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel sad when I don't, but I know <laughs> that I, it cannot always be that way, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, but I don't know. It seems like there is something in the universe and God wants me to book something or be seen by millions of people or something because I'm getting all of those. So yeah, that's really all right, perfect. That, that works right there. So, um, all right. So when somebody comes and sees you on mm -hmm. stage or sees, um, sees a film that you did mm -hmm. or even some modeling work or hosting work that you've done is there mm -hmm. a certain feeling that you want them to take away or what do you want them to take away from your performance huh. so well I mean I love when they like for example recently we had um, we had a screening of a short film that I was lead in um, and at the end, a lot of people came to me and they were like, wow, you're such a great actress. And like, it felt good to hear that, you know. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm working hard towards my dream. And it feels good to hear other people to say that to you. But I can tell you that I'm very, yeah, but I, I'm very critical of myself. Like, I'm... <laughs> I, I think I'm one of the hardest person of my, I mean, I think we all are like this, you know, like when we watch ourselves or when we hear ourselves, we're like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> but then you hear other people, that's amazing. So you feel good, you know, like, like for example, this, um, this short film that I just got, I got cast in like yesterday, um, before I even auditioned, the director wrote me that even though I don't get a part in this short film, it will um, get me a part in something else in the future because it really liked my reels. This is what it told me. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I felt very good about it. And a year ago too, another director wrote me the same thing uh, for a lead in the future film. He wrote me the same thing. He said, hey, if you don't get cast, then I will remember you for, for another thing because you're very special. And like that feels really good to hear stuff like that because so yeah it's not always bad to be be critical of yourself you can always mm -hmm. make uh that makes you you know better in the long run but mm -hmm. uh, yeah so that that's great advice and uh you know a great uh great thing for people to take away as well that like not the part where you're saying you're your worst critic but you're uh directors and producers of shows being mm -hmm. like i really think you're special and mm -hmm. i like to see you in uh an upcoming feature even if you right. don't get this right. part so yeah that right there is very cool and i would really like to thank you for joining me today i have one final question for you sure all right but before we get to that question mm -hmm. people listening probably want to know where you are on the internet where they can find your posts on instagram where you know so where is your corner of the internet 
my corner up in the internet wow i've never heard that before you've never heard that before it's like no. okay what <laughs> where can <laughs> just where can people find you online okay so they can uh find me on my website via my website which is uh or they can find me on instagram or facebook with celine silver all right celine silver dot com facebook and instagram at celine silver and i will have all of that in the show notes for you guys so if you if you miss that you can just check those out at uncontainedpod.com and click on the show notes tab and it'll bring you right to it so with that being said i have the Mm -hmm. final question of the show it -hmm. is the title question of the show celine silver how do you live uncontained well, you know, you got to keep going. Uh, you cannot give up. Like, I'm not a person who gives up. Um, and like some of my acting teachers said, at the end, quite a few people are going along the way, quite a few people are going to give up, but there will be one person that is going to stay, and this is this person that is going to make it, because everybody would have given up, right? Yeah. So you just got to be this person and that's it. You got to keep going, even though, even though this is hard. Unfortunately, acting is not easy. If it was, everybody will be doing it, right? Um, yeah. So I know that when I was, I remember when I first uh, started to say to my coworker and friends that I will do some acting, they all laughed. But then when I started to do some stuff, they were like, oh, no, we always like um, <laughs> pushed you up. We knew you, will, you were going to do some stuff. Yes, right, right. Um, so, like, you know, if you cannot live with um, just by listening to what the other people, what other people have to say that are bad or against what you want to do, because... I mean, I hear that, you know, every day, like, oh, yeah, you're not going to make it and stuff like that. Like, you you got to go past that and you got to just keep working hard and stay focused and, and have your goal in your mind. And really important to write them down. Um, I need to do that myself. Uh, I didn't do it yet, but <laughs> it's really important to write it down. Um, write your yeah, goals down or what? To, to write down, like, your goals. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not just regarding acting. This is regarding your life in general. Um, I remember reading once that people that are successful are the people that have like a clear vision of what they're going to do and what, and how they're going to achieve it. So, yeah, I think we all need to do that because we're going to get nowhere if we don't have like a clear vision or of what to do. Um, and yeah. you had that clear vision saying you were born to shine. Exactly. So uh, you knew it from way back then after like after a couple of years of selling uh, life insurance. You're like, screw this. I'm born to shine. Yeah. I'm going to be on know, the big screen. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'm going to tell you something, too. When um, the first time... I landed uh, in Orlando, the, I mean, not the first time, the day after I landed in Orlando, which was my first day in America, I, I went to this Chinese place, or Japanese, yeah, Chinese place, and I got a fortune cookie, 
and it was written, fame is in your future. And I was like, wow. That's I just awesome. Right? <laughs> so I you know? So um, I still have it somewhere in my house. But um, yeah, you know, like, I was like, wow, God is trying to speak to me and do something or show me my future or something. Um, but yeah, you got to work hard to get there. That's awesome. I normally just get like statement cookies. Like I literally <laughs> had one that said, you love Chinese food. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you really went on a limb there. But yeah, I do. I, I do kind of like it. And it, it is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so, but that's really cool. A very fitting fortune cookie fortune for you. And, um, yes, that, that's, that's a good way to start out the journey, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. It is. All right. Perfect. So I have one final thing for you to do, Celine. Mm -hmm. And I have all my guests do this. It is sign off the show. Sure. Will you do me the honor of signing off the show for me tonight? Sure. Let's do that. I am Céline Silver, and I live uncontained. And that does it for another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Celine Silver for joining me and sharing her story right here on Uncontained. And please make sure you get to uncontainedpod.com and uh, click the show notes tab at the top of the page. You'll be able to get access to current shows and past show show notes and also get the contact information for for Celine Silver. You can uh, hit her up on Facebook. Let her know you heard her here on Uncontained. And once again, thank you for listening. And until next time, live uncontained.